move elsewhere after, but I do really want to live abroad for for a while. I would love if you lived somewhere European so I could come visit you. That would be so fun. And mm-hmm. I feel like it total, totally fits your vibe right now. Thank you. I feel very much like I am meant to be a European gal. Oh, yeah. Also, European men, chef's kiss chef's kiss for sure i hope my boyfriend isn't listening to this (laughs) same with mine (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what it's fine we have our disney movie fantasies it's it's all good yeah obviously it's part of a healthy relationship (laughs) exactly okay so today um i thought that it would be fitting (laughs) i don't know why fitting but i thought it'd be really fun this is a great segue though (laughs) right (laughs) right the men the european men yeah um and we were going to talk about questions men are too afraid to ask women or just don't have the balls to (laughs) okay let's get into it so I looked up some questions on my beloved Reddit. I could go on Reddit for hours. Oh my god, I'm so stoked that these are coming from Reddit because they will be kind of unhinged, which is amazing. <laughs> no, that's exactly that's exactly what I love about Reddit. It's just like it'll ask literally anything and that's where I go for the gossip when I need it and I don't have it in my life. Mm, yeah, Reddit <laughs> is the best way to do that. Definitely. Okay, well, let's jump into the first one. Mm-hmm. So the first one I have is, what does a masculinity actually mean to women? What do you want in terms of masculinity for a man? Because I guess this could vary for different women, obviously. But how does that, what does it mean to you specifically? Ooh, okay. Um, that's actually a really good question. Um, I feel like my TikTok algorithm is telling me a lot about, like, masculine and feminine (laughs) energy. So this feels very, uh, very timely. Um, But I feel like, much like femininity, it's like if you're secure in yourself. So I feel like we all have, like, I don't even know if I like the, like, masculine and feminine energy kind of thing. Because it's like, well, what do you identify more with? Um, but I feel like it's just like being secure in yourself and you know how sometimes like hyper masculinity is like over, like overconfident and like really like over the top on like things that are inherently masculine, like, like very like, like dude bro energy. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what we don't want. Yeah. And I feel like they often think that that's exactly what masculinity is Mm -hmm. but there's also like a fine line between I don't know if per se like I even want quote-unquote masculinity because it often is hyper masculinity it it honestly varies between people on what it could mean but I don't know I think it's a good mix of how again like you said self aware he is almost mm-hmm. and I don't know I think in a way too it could show how like affectionate he is to a certain extent I don't know I think it's honestly nice when they have a good mix of both masculinity and femininity but again that could vary for each type of woman as well so I can't speak on behalf of them but I don't know I guess it does mean something different to everyone else I agree and I feel like it's like different in like you know in, like, a heteronormative sense on, like, whether or not we're talking about, like, 
heteronormative relationships or like heterosexuality and then like and then it's like well what does like masculinity mean to like anybody and yeah um I also feel like it's like hyper masculinity like often comes with like um like not wanting to like talk about our feelings and like I yeah. don't have feelings because I just well exactly yeah. so I think that's I think it's fun. just it's very subjective mm-hmm. and I feel like it's just a term that really in 2022 doesn't have very strong meaning or sway into whether or not you would date somebody <gasps> I agree like have you <clears throat> ever been like like when you met your boyfriend, were you like, all right, he's, like, this, he's got the right meter of masculinity for me? Yeah, no, that, see, that's the, not something that goes, went through my mind at all. Like, I didn't look at him and assess him for masculine traits. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, I think it's more noticeable when they have more of the feminine, again, mm-hmm. subjective qualities, like, um communication listening like not over talking mm-hmm. like you know it's just you notice more when they have a better balance of the two i agree so, i guess that's our answer mm-hmm. hot takes <laughs> yeah very hot takes so again i don't know if that completely answers it but i mean it really depends on the person i agree okay so the next one <laughs> they're all very like dating related i found we love them up but that makes sense though they just want to know we love and i Um, feel like i just came out of like a long season of dating so she did i'm feeling uh i'm feeling like i have the hot takes (laughs) very true um okay so in terms of that referring to maybe your last few relationships Mm -hmm. what do you think you notice first in a man that makes you want to say okay this might go well and that was their question. That was the, what the man asked the woman. They're like, what do you notice first in us? If he's been to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's not one people look for. <laughs> Big green flag energy. Has the man been to therapy? <laughs> That's literally on Amy's like top three first questions to ask on a date. <laughs> literally. Um, you should not go out with me. My hinge prompt. You should not go out with me if you have not been to therapy. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny because the next one, literally, I'll jump to this one and come back to this one after, but it's literally what is a common thing you see on dating app profiles that is an immediate swipe left was my next question. Oh my god. And speaking of your Hinge profile, what do you not like um, that you see like on those? Because, okay, correct me if I'm wrong because I've never had a Hinge Mm. profile you put prompts like about yourself or like can it be anything there's like questions so it's like something you should know about me is blank two truths and a lie um Uh, like that kind of thing um so um yeah like mine mine was something you should know about me is that i have cult tendencies um (laughs) (laughs) and like you know it's funny but also not funny um because it's true um but like so okay I feel like an immediate swipe left for me is a lot of men will put like physical things that they want about 
um, like a girl and they'll be like, oh, um, don't, they'll be like, don't swipe left if you um, don't go to the gym. Um, that's kind of, okay, honestly, that could go both ways, because I feel like a lot, a lot of women will be like, don't talk to me if you're under six feet tall. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, it it just really doesn't give people the chance, which I feel like is one of the things that is a little faulty with online dating. Mm -hmm. Like, I know you're really filtering out people you don't want to talk to, but who knows? Like, But I feel like you're also filtering out people that you would want to talk to. Like, it's like, okay, so you you responded to this prompt because I had this prompt, and then I ended up, like, you know, accepting your prompt follow thing. And, like, it's just, like, there's so much more that goes into it. And I feel like because, especially when you live in big cities, because there's so many options, as soon as someone sees something that they, like, maybe don't like, then we're, like, hyper picky about it. Like, immediate no. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to consider. Yeah, that's what's hard about it, because if you in person per se it's a lot easier to give them a chance Mm -hmm. which i think is what's sad because most people have to rely on online dating apps now but Mm -hmm. i would definitely say if i was in that position i would definitely swipe left on someone who has a i've seen people show me weights on there like yeah you have to be under this weight and that's just very disgusting to me (laughs) i saw one that was um actually this is funny because i had um in my two truths and a lie one of my um truths was that i'm a vegetarian and um people are always like oh your lie is that you're a vegetarian um my my two truths and i were um i went to a dance school i um uh my favorite food is peanut butter and I am a vegetarian. So the lie is that I my favorite food is peanut butter because I am allergic to peanuts. <laughs> and also, um, a fair warning, Amy's also allergic to a few different things. Actually, she crossed one off the list, so big, we're making progress. Big deal for big deal for <laughs> Amy. Um, but everyone was all I got like probably five different people were like, Oh, the lie is that you're vegetarian. And I was like, No, actually that's the truth. And they unmatched me immediately what yeah (laughs) that is like cold hard evidence um that's insane i mean honestly i feel like carnivores are very they feel very strongly about their food Mm -hmm. so i mean at least you're getting rid of those people exactly so that's a good thing about dating apps i guess you can filter out Mm -hmm. the people who can't deal with a small thing like being a vegetarian yeah like i was like i'm not even like i'm not even preachy about it i just don't like meat um (laughs) it's not quite being a vegan let me tell you that. no oh save we'll save our thoughts on uh veganism (laughs) for a later date Oh, I have a whole episode planned on that, guys. So if you're interested, we do plan on making that one. Yes. um, For anyone who is familiar with um, being a vegan in 2016, we both have a lot to say about it. (laughs) Shout out to Freely the Banana Girl for ruining my relationship with sugar. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hate her. (laughs) Oh, well, back to that other question, though. So what? physically though what do you notice in a man first because i feel like that's what the man is alluding to oh what okay what do i physically notice about a man 
Um, I think eye contact and eyes. I feel like if you make good eyes, if you have, um, yeah, I feel like I notice somebody's eyes first and also then if they have good eye contact, um, I feel like posture is a big thing too. Maybe this is because we've been yelled at our posture in ballet class for our entire (laughs) lives, but I notice if people have good posture. Um, um it's so funny because a lot of <laughs> not a lot of my friend one of my friends actually points out that john has natural turnout and <laughs> if if you are on are not familiar with ballet terminology it's basically when your feet face out to the side naturally when you stand and walk and it's so funny because he actually does and he has no idea oh my <laughs> god we wasted always, talent. we always tell him that's what I say. I'm like, you could have been a ballet dancer. It's in your hips. It's natural. Yeah. You have more turnout than I ever did. <laughs> and he didn't even have to work. He didn't even have to work for it. But oh my God. He wouldn't have been yelled at. He wouldn't have had to sit in a frog for like 10 minutes every day. Exactly. But that's definitely, I wouldn't say that's one of the first things I noticed about him. <laughs> but I would definitely say eyes and smile as well. Mm-hmm. I love people who are really smiley because i feel like i'm the same i don't have rbf if you know me in real life i feel like if anything i have like a resting sad face which people have pointed out yeah you have <laughs> like, like i always look like i'm kind of sad you have like an something. anti-rbf i also really notice yeah. smiles because i get like there's something about somebody's like energy like if they have like a warm energy then i like i feel like i pick up on that really quickly whereas like that sort of scene if you have like kind eyes and like a and like a friendly smile no i love that it makes me feel safer with someone who's a little more smiley than someone who's just straight blank face oh yes not too much emotion it's kind of scary it it gives me psychopath vibes even though i'm sure you're not a psychopath (laughs) but it gives me we don't know You don't know. Usually they start out being normal, so... 100%. Stay tuned. I've seen all the movies. (laughs) Stay tuned for Signs of Dating a Narcissist episode, because that one will be juicy, and Amy has good experiences. That one will be... Not good experiences. (laughs) I'm just saying good good examples of a narcissist. She's got experience. She's ready to share. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's move on from that one, because... (laughs) Let's not talk, let's not get into psychopaths today. No. <laughs> okay, so the next one is, you could say TMI, <laughs> um, but some gentleman on the internet would like to know. <laughs> shout out to Reddit. With, <laughs> yep, shout out to all the men on Reddit. Uh, with periods, is it a gush, a small leak, or more of a drip every so often? <laughs> And I like, I think it's so funny because honestly, a little bit of all three. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the day. Um, it depends if you're sneezing a lot. If you're coughing and sneezing, it's definitely a gush. If you have a cold on your period, oh, pray for you. <laughs> exactly. And then if you're sitting for a long time and you stand up, it's more of a like, not a drip, but like, a faucet. I was just gonna say a faucet. <laughs> Turning yeah. on a faucet. But again, like if you're active all day, standing up, wearing a tampon, it's more of just like 
a moisture. Yeah, it's just like, will. it's just there. Um, like, I know a lot of people think it feels like we're pissing ourselves half the time, but, but it's it really does not. It really that does much. not. Yeah, like, I feel like, yeah, I would never associate it with that feeling. But I also honestly, never peed myself. This is on the internet, no. but you know, just so the people on the internet know. <laughs> I want to say I haven't, but I feel like I have. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say in my, um, yeah, who knows? Ooh. In my adolescence, for sure. <laughs> Honestly, though, this guy had it, like, on point, though. Gush, a small leak, and a drip every so often is a very good way to describe the whole, like, yeah. five or seven days of your period. Oh, yeah. So, it's honestly, just like a, good a, on you. A fun combination of all three to choose your own adventure except you don't get to choose (laughs) yeah you just have to see what you get it's like a surprise egg or a mystery bag oh my god (gasps) do you remember those mystery bags from or no surprise bags from ardennes or ardennes whatever they decide to call themselves oh my gosh yeah they're rebrand um yes i do and they were all chaos all the time (laughs) they definitely were but yeah so to answer that question it's a surprise Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you never know okay well let's move on from that one that one was a little interesting i'm, I'm glad someone decided to ask that on mm-hmm. the internet um but the next one is can we ever ask to split the bill with you on the first date Ooh, on the first date okay yeah so um in the words of my very good friend georgette I am a modern woman, and I am happy to split the bill no matter what. Um, I feel like, okay, I feel like it depends who asked to go on the date and where you're going, who chose the place. Um, Yeah, I definitely think if you initiated the date and you asked to go on it, I think that kind of puts you in an automatic default Mm -hmm. that you're going to pay for it because you're asking the person out on the date. Mm -hmm. But again, like, like you said, there's nothing wrong with splitting the bill. It's, and it's the first date. Like you guys are just getting to know each other. Like it's fine. You're just getting acquainted. It's okay to go split seas. I think. I think it also depends like what stage of your life you're at. Like if you're both like students or like new grads, Hell yes, for sure. But if you're like... In this economy? In this economy. (laughs) But if you're like established in your life or like, you know, you've got like, you've got like your financial shit figured out. Can I swear on this? Oops. Um, Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) um, Then I feel like maybe not. But also depends if you're like planning on going on a second date. I feel like it's more like... Okay, so I split the bill on a first date once, literally, because I did had no intention of going on a second date. Um, and so I felt like that was better. Um, but, yeah, I think it's circumstantial. Yeah, and I mean, if if you are a guy and a woman gets offended or storms off, then maybe you dodged a bullet. <laughs> yeah. I would say that there could be they might talk about it with their friends afterwards but be nice about it in your face splitting the bill 100%. but if she storm if she goes out of her way to storm off and she's that offended by it i think that's a little 
harsh and unnecessary. <laughs> but you note that you will definitely be talked about in the group chat later. Oh, 100%. But I mean, again, if it's something you decided on beforehand too, like if you're young or if you're in high school going on a date, I wouldn't expect a guy to pay for all of that, especially Mm-mm. if it's a fancier place and you're literally 17. Mm-hmm. So again, it depends, but I don't think it's bad to ask. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Good. We'll close, we'll close in on that one. So the next one. Oh dear. Oh. I don't know why I picked these ones. Oops, I just hit my microphone. Is being a virgin a turn off for women? Um, Silence in the room. <laughs> um, okay, so for context, like we're both in like our mid-late 20s. Okay, so, so let's say for maybe like We'll start with, like, a younger listener. Like, when we were 20. Like, just going into the age of 20. Mm, I would say no. Um, because I think that everybody has, like... they. I don't know. Everybody feels comfortable with, like, having different sexual experiences at different points. So I would say no right. as long as, like... I don't know, you're upfront about it, but also, like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, okay, actually, maybe I revoke that. I feel like we put too much pressure on people in, like, like societally on virginity when it really doesn't actually matter that much. Well, exactly. I feel like, to me being a late bloomer in everything in life, I feel like in high school I was very much not as mature as high schoolers seem now in the sense that it wasn't something I was that interested in like I didn't really care about having a boyfriend in high school Mm -hmm. going on dates or anything like that or exploring sexuality I was like too busy (laughs) and stressed out about other things in life yeah we didn't really Um, like do a lot of dating in high school at all because like um we were too busy trying to like remember our dance assessments and trying to pass (laughs) bio 30 well exactly and also I just feel like I barely had enough time to even just like hang out with my friends like why waste my time on just one person that I know Mm -hmm. I probably won't end up with and two we didn't really go to parties to have that peer pressure on us like at that age which I appreciate I don't regret doing that at all like I don't regret being a straight edge in high school no I don't regret Um, our high school experience at all But again, like, once I got to the age of 21, I feel like some people were definitely far more experienced in that realm than I was. So, again, I don't want to put any pressure on it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with um, virginity, even past the age of 25 and up. Like, Mm -hmm. it really isn't a big deal whatsoever. If you connect with the person, I think that's enough. And it's definitely not a deal breaker or a red flag ever. And... Again, if on the opposite end, um, I don't think it's inappropriate to ask about body count either if you're asking about virginity. And I don't think any of that stuff should matter in a relationship anyway. No, like, 100%. God forbid, unless you've, unless you've just screwed my entire family, then maybe it's a big deal. But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I you're agree. good to go. I think that we put too much pressure on, like, 
like I remember when we were younger it was like there was so much pressure on like if you were a virgin or not and then I feel like now in like our later 20s there's so much pressure on like how high your body count is which is like kind yeah. of messed up because it's like okay like there's so much like purity expectation and then like it's like oh well you're like a prude if you haven't had sex you know prior to being like I don't know like whatever like 20 but or then, something but then you're also a slut if your if your body count is over your 10 fingers literally so it's really like what do you want from me I saw like a, I saw like a TikTok the other day and it was this guy like interviewing other dudes and he's like how high is too high for a body count for women and he was like um anything over five and I was like that's not that high I was like I'm sorry sir like and the, all of them were like um nothing over 10 and they're like no it shouldn't be anything over three and I was like First of all, where are you sampling these men from? Okay, also, um, BYU, the Mormon University, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they said one. Yeah. None. Those guys those guys need to be brought into reality and just burst it out of that bubble. It's quite depressing. Someone's got to take a pin to that bubble. <laughs> it's honestly such a good place to do social experiments like that though like i'd love to go and ask them questions and just see how they defend themselves mm-hmm. in certain ways and again everyone's entitled to their own opinion however some of the stuff they're poorly misinformed on yes like it's so bad 100 percent entitled so, to your beliefs and your opinions but as long as those beliefs and opinions are not affecting other people and if you think that like i don't know if you think that like premarital sex is going to be like the deal breaker for you i think that there might be bigger fish to fry oh 100 percent. it's 2022 premarital sex is literally not even a thing anymore like who cares mm-hmm. of course it happens in the wise words and of my mother think- test drive the car before you buy it Oh, she is absolutely <laughs> correct. Why do you think all of these Mormon people get married so young? It's because they're like, okay, let's get married so we can fucking have sex. Yeah, like, also they're young. <laughs> like, they're, oh my gosh. They're like, so young, like 19. I I was a child. I'm, I'm still, like, figuring myself out. I still feel like a child, and I just turned 26. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... Uh. In short, no, it's not a turnoff. No. <laughs> Back to the question. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a turnoff. And, okay, so that... Okay, oh my gosh, we're on our last one already. <gasps> okay. Why did that go by so fast? I know. Okay, the last one is, what kind of common behavior makes a guy seem creepy or unattractive to you? Okay. Uh, what kind of common um, behavior? So, are they referring to something that they know that they all do, <laughs> or... Um, I would probably say just asking... Maybe asking the kinds of questions we talked about previously on the first date, like, asking sexual questions or, like, fantasies or kinks, like, on the first date can give off very creepy unattractive vibes or even actually like to tone to take it down a notch even throwing too many compliments right away from the beginning makes me not believe you (laughs) Mm, okay actually that's a big turn off for me because i find 
um as like as a woman who cares about her her brainy identity um i don't want like the first thing that people to notice about me to be like oh you're pretty like i want to be able to have a conversation with you and it not be just revolved around like oh i think that you're like good looking i oh. also think that you have you know a brain um i think it's such a an amazing compliment i love when people call me smart yeah <laughs> it makes me feel really good and then honestly it makes me feel better than when people say you're pretty because a lot of the time that gets thrown around a lot and you know what everyone's beautiful so exactly <laughs> doesn't really like, mean a lot attractiveness is so subjective so exactly like you're always i love like I hate the number scale but you're always going to be somebody's 10 and you're always going to be somebody's two um and well, that's exactly. just like the truth of it and that's okay and honestly like any homage to your personality is appreciated but when you're constantly just talking about your physical appearance it's definitely a mm -hmm. turn off I would say and makes them not I wouldn't say creepy but it definitely makes me less attracted to somebody i feel like i can't speak on creepy that much like i don't think i've like no. ever gone on a date with somebody who's creepy i feel like you'd have to do something very <laughs> wild for me to be like he's creepy or mm -hmm. you have to confess to something that you do on in your free time that's creepy like i don't know stalking someone or if they already know enough about like too much about you mm. even if it's yeah. available on your social media even if you're public it's still creepy knowing that they went through all of that even yeah. though like i know we do that but to bring it up is yeah, but a whole new level i would say up. I yeah. No, I agree I'm not gonna that. share my FBI skills. No, oh my gosh, we can never let anybody know that we have FBI level skills. <laughs> well, exactly. It would just give us away. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, I I agree with that. Also, I feel like lastly, talking, saying that all of your exes are crazy. Oh my god. A hundred percent yes. <laughs> I think like that's, that yeah. means that literally gives you the indication to be like, oh, so you're going to make me crazy. Mm -hmm. Good. Also, like, and I feel like everyone's going to, like, say something different about their exes. And, like, I always put in, like, okay, so we'll, you'll stay tuned for our Are You Dating a Narcissist episode. But I feel like everyone in, like, previous relationships can always say, like, each party can say something bad about the other person. So my rule of thumb is like, he can always say something bad about me. So I'm not going to give the energy that I'm going to always say something bad about him. Like you can just right. like, I don't know, just be like, yeah, we are, we were not suited for each other. And no. that's it. Not like, oh, every single girl I've dated is fucking crazy. Honestly, a simple eye, a simple eye roll would do if yeah. asked about your ex or any previous entanglements like I don't have I don't have any exes so I feel like if anyone mentioned any previous things I would definitely just roll my eyes because some of them were definitely not great people yeah, <laughs> but exactly. it's not like I'm gonna say they were crazy because obviously there just wasn't something that was clicking between two people and mm -hmm. that doesn't automatically make the person of uh, the other person horrible but there are people who just are not good people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, refer to the 
future are you dating a narcissist episode for clues in case you are in that position right now coming soon to your ears and podcast platforms (laughs) (laughs) exactly so yeah in all in all like i think all of those things would make a guy less unattractive but again can't really speak too much on the creepy side unless he's like hinting at sex the entire date or like innuendos right after the first date that's a little creepy or like you know unsolicited photos that's that's gonna be a no for me no dick pics please no thank you (laughs) unless we ask it's most likely we don't want them yeah exactly consent everybody (laughs) please that is our final message for the whole podcast yes (laughs) yes wrapped in one nice bow there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're ever if you're ever too afraid to ask any of these questions to women, consent first. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Let them know. Just let them know. Don't and, drop the ball on women. They don't like that. And remember, Reddit is not always the best place to collect your advice. <laughs> oh my god, very true because a lot of the responses are jokes. So please yeah. don't take them too seriously. <laughs> take them with a grain of salt because i saw some um responses to the questions we talked about today not true <laughs> the period one someone said it was like um a constant waterfall all day but again i guess women could be different but i'm pretty sure the person who replied was a guy so just saying <laughs> no uterus no opinion <laughs> exactly in the kind words of rachel green from friends <laughs> Okay, well, I think that wraps up today's episode. I had so much fun talking to you. We've been waiting to do this forever, me and Amy. So we have. I'm so glad she was able to come. And let me know what you guys think of the audio for a long distance uh, FaceTime. That's how we're doing the podcast right now. Let me know. Give me the feedback. And yeah, anything to sign off, Amy? Um... I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. We stay tuned for um, our future fun and games. Absolutely. Okay. Have a great week and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.